Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh, Halloween edition. All month long, we'll be bringing you super thrilling, super scary, spine-chilling new episodes each week. From reseller horror stories to the tricks and treats of being a Poshmark seller. It may be spooky season, but we'll share our best tips so that your October sales total doesn't haunt you. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another very spooky episode, scary episode of Sisters Who Posh. This week, we will be sharing reseller horror stories. Yes, and we put out on our Instagram stories asking people to send us DMs. We've also been pitching it at the end of our episodes, and everyone came through. There's some very scary stories we're going to go over today yes a wide variety of like funny quick hits you know like weird situations everyone delivered though so so excited but before we get into all of that how's it going it's going good we are it's the day before halloween so perfect timing with this episode as we're recording here my husband rick and i we went as Elvis and Priscilla for Halloween last night, and we did wear all thrifted costumes. So that was kind of fun. Love I was like last minute sourcing at Goodwill and Plato's yesterday morning trying to get our act together, but always good to get a, a deal. The pants I wore were only $3. Like, come on. Wow. Amazing. Steal of a deal. Yeah. Your whole outfit was just like actually cute, too. Like, could wear it again. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that we were kind of in like the 70s era, I would say, of Elvis and Priscilla. That's like in style again now. So yeah, <laughs> like the rouged top. <laughs> yes, exactly. But besides that, I did have one update this week that I wanted to share because it kind of fits into the theme of the reseller horror stories. Yes. So, okay. I had a very weird like case opened against me in the last week. Which, when you're a reseller, you get a case open against you every now and again. It happens, comes with the territory. But I hadn't had one in a while. So when I saw it pop up, I was like, what did I do? What's going on? And I opened it. And the person who bought it for me sent a picture of it, of their item. And they said, hey, this dress that I bought arrived like with stains all over it. And it came with a letter from the postmaster general basically being like, sorry, like your item got damaged in transit. And it came like wrapped like in plastic, like almost like saran wrap around the package that I had sent. And it had this like long letter from the post office, from the postmaster general, which also I just love the job title postmaster general. It's just like sounds so official. Yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, it, it, the dress did not have any stains on it, you know, when I sent it. And she's like, no, it literally looks like I got ran over. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So that was a bummer. It was like a cute, like blue floral Princess Polly dress. And Poshmark just kind of did the thing where they made us both whole and like she got paid out and they refunded me too. Yeah. So it, it all worked out and it was fine. I'm sure that happens every now and again, but I'd never had that happen where like the post office even sends a letter. Like, I guess I've had one, one similar thing happen before where like 
a package arrived and the, the, the buyer let me know that like, it came like kind of like half ripped open and it's like some of the stuff had fallen out. Yeah. But like nothing really got damaged. It was just kind of like, I don't know, no official letter from the postmaster. They were like, Hey, we, you know, <laughs> the postmaster had to step in on this one. <laughs> we ran over it a few times and <laughs> tried our best. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and then I have another package that was shipped out from that same live show, which was like, I think the actual show was, because this happened, um, I think, last week or the week before. We've been saving this update for this episode since it's a little bit of a horror story. (laughs) And from that same live show, like, I've had issues with like two of the packages from that show where like, they just like never have showed up still. So it's like, what happened on this truck? Wow. (laughs) um, Hopefully those other two do, do show up, but I just have a marked right now is like shipped, but not tracking. Cause they were just like last seen at the Phoenix. (laughs) Who knows? Like three weeks ago. (laughs) Oh my God. So yeah. Post office. It's, it's honestly unbelievable that the post like that you can ship something and it arrives like within a couple days to its address. Like you think this should happen all the time because I can't figure out how the post office possibly works. Right. Yeah, that is crazy. I mean, especially I'm just impressed that like the two day shipping across the country is a thing. Like I know you can like overnight things and like that shouldn't impress me. Like you can email something and it shows up instantly, but it's just like a physical package. Like going all across america in two days still planes trains automobiles like how's it getting there it is amazing it makes no sense that i drop something (laughs) off in phoenix and it like can arrive like even like the stuff that goes to like california that i sell in my closet like usually arrives next day and it's like how did that happen it's crazy so fast but yeah that's my personal reseller horror story of the of the month wanted to share (laughs) what's new with you this week Not too much. I had my first Posh live show on this past Friday, which was like awesome to get one under my belt. So that's the main like reselling update I have. I think transitioning from whatnot to the Poshmark live selling is like very seamless. It's like kind of once you do one of them, you kind of can figure it out. It was stressing me out beforehand how like you can't have two devices going like you can on whatnot, you have to just like do all of the controls on your phone for Poshmark. So even if you have someone there helping you, they can't really. There's only so much they can really do. They're not like logged in as your account. Right. They can't be like from the Spider-Man movies. They can't be your guy in the chair, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, it went pretty well. I think I need to like level set on the, the live selling just because I've gone to shows, I've gone to your shows and man, some people like can sell out a show and it's like really exciting. And there's a ton of people that show up and it's really just hit or miss on if you can draw a big crowd depending on the day and you know, what other shows happen to be scheduled at that time. So originally after the show, I was like, a little bit bummed because I sold 11 out of the 30 things I had in the show. But then today I was like going to package them up and I was like dreading it <laughs> because I'm like, oh, there's so <laughs> many things to package. And then I was like, ah, okay. I was being a little ridiculous. Like 11, selling 11 items in a one hour time slot is still 
really exciting. So kind of have to check yourself sometimes with this live selling just because you want every yeah. show to sell out, but that might not happen. <laughs> yeah. It's easy to get into like a comparison mindset of like comparing yourself to like other shows you see, but everything is really like apples to oranges. There's so many factors of like, like you said, like what other shows are going on at the same time? Like, you know, it's Halloween weekend this weekend, you know, when you're heading right. to the show. There could be like just the time of day is just like for some reason, sometimes it pops off and sometimes it just seems like it doesn't. So it's very easy to get your expectations, I feel like, too high. But then it's also sometimes like then it does exceed your expectations. So it's just like really hard to like mentally prepare for the live show sometimes. Right. Like what it's going to end up being like. Totally. Otherwise, as far as like Halloween activities, I haven't really done much. I me and my husband were just hanging out last night and I was like, Oh, do you want to watch Halloween town? And he was like, sure. Which like we watched the first Halloween town last night and like some of the graphics and like green special effects are so funny. Also, I didn't realize like how well I knew the movie. Cause I was like quoting it so much. Like I would say the line right before the person. (laughs) I was like, Oh yeah. I know this better than I thought I did which was funny but then we watched Halloween Town and it was like okay well I'm not really ready to go to bed yet but now I'm on a Kimberly J Brown kick aka the actress so obviously I need to watch Quince the decom oh my gosh is that on Disney plus it is um no I have not seen that in at least 10 years and it is so much weirder than you remember. There's so, like, half of the movie is her talking directly to the camera, breaking the fourth wall, explaining what is happening to us. Yes. <laughs> the audience. I totally, like, she did it right at the beginning, and I was like, oh, I think that's just, like, an intro thing. It's, like, 20 minutes in. She's done it, like, no, 10 I do times, and I'm like, I think it's going to be the whole movie. <laughs> and then also there's a lot of, like, fake outs where she's, like, yeah, my school is like any other school. And there's like a cotton candy machine and like, it's like a clown. I don't know. It's like obviously like over the top. And then she's like, you didn't think that was real, did you? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Like at least 10 times Bjorn was like, what are we watching? (laughs) The tone is very interesting. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm not sure if I recommend a rewatch, but like, interesting it's different like if they wanted it to be different than other movies like they succeeded so wow and it's like you we've got to support her because she is wait what is her name kimberly brown kimberly Kimberly j J. brown Brown. okay yeah sorry first of all apologize for not knowing your name but okay kimberly j brown did have like the like worst crime against her ever aka when they replaced her in the fourth halloween town for no reason yeah, I've been seeing so many like clickbait Facebook articles about that this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's something that just resurfaced, but apparently there was like no bad blood. They just like didn't ask her back. And like there wasn't like a reason. That's why that's not that's not what I saw. I saw same oh. same story, but I saw there was bad blood because she's like, yeah, they didn't ask me back and they didn't tell me why and I wanted to do it. Mm. That's true. out, I guess. And it's like that movie 
I definitely don't know all the words to like I do the first so like she <laughs> is Halloween town what were they thinking right yeah <laughs> I totally agree my reseller horror story that I wanted to share also has to do with the live selling and it's kind of just like that awkward moment when there's like nobody in your show <laughs> so I had my second whatnot show last weekend and I've again with the time slots like I've seen other people do them like during the day on like a Saturday and like have total success sell out or you know even just like have a great show and I'm like well perfect like as a part-timer the middle of the day on Saturday is like the time I have available yeah it's the easiest for me to do it if you showed up if you're a listener and you showed up like thank you so much there was not a lot of people there at all and it was extra awkward because it was on whatnot and I had all these giveaways (laughs) and I said at one point I was like I mean it was just kind of like a lull like there was nobody there nobody was buying anything and then I was like oh yeah we should do another giveaway after this item and then after the item, I looked and there was like six people in the show, including me, you, and at least like two of our family members. Like there, it was like, there's no way. I was and just like, picturing if you would have ran it and it was just like my username going around that little scroll. <laughs> you have a 100% chance of winning this giveaway right now. But yeah, then I like realized right before I did it and I was like, oh, I'm going to like run a couple more items and then do the giveaway. Like it wasn't that much better later, but it was just so funny in the moment. And it was funny to hear like from your end of you being like, don't run the giveaway. <laughs> like screaming It was like, Maddie, phone. don't do it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's just like comes with the live selling of like figuring this out. And not having a huge Instagram following, you know what I mean? Of like people that I easily market yeah. to. Yeah, that was a funny horror story, but very cringe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been noticing with the live shows on Poshmark, like I had one where like, it, it felt like that, like it had a pretty good crowd for like the first like 20 minutes and then it like totally dropped off and got down to like just like a handful of people and then I ended up like kind of just bowing out early and then I had heard the tip of oh just like reschedule your show for like an hour later and then it was a lot better but it's like it's so hard to know if that like works or like what to do but I tried it it did work for me but it was like I don't know it's just like the live shows can just hit wrong at the wrong time it's like a gut punch from the first one which I kind of like like the restarting just from the aspect of like palette cleanse you yeah know? that one's out of the way we're just starting it again I tried the same thing on Friday night which again the whole like Halloween weekend aspect was not working in my favor but I my it was like like yours where it was like going well and then it just kind of fell out at the end and then suggesting that I restart it and I did and it was not much better but that's okay I think it's like totally okay to like bow out I don't know before Friday I really had the mindset of like you have to show every single one of your items and like at least run it once before the show can end like just like subconsciously that was like the thought process I had with the shows 
But yeah. I mean, if you're not feeling it, there's no like requirement to stay on the line. Yeah. And well, and we both said, cause it's like, you know, we had some pretty good items that we were excited to run, but then once the crowd just dwindles down so much, it's like, I really don't want to run these. Cause I don't, there needs to be like enough people here to like bid on them. And like, I want the pr- them to bid the price up, not just like there's 12 people here. And then like one of them buys it at the starting price. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was running into with, I guess both of my last two shows where it was like things were selling, but it was like, they were just selling at like someone would request it. And then just like that person would buy it. <laughs> no, yeah. Not, it was like, I mean, that's fine. Cause I have it priced like a, where I'm comfortable with the, if it's Profit. selling at that price, but it's just, okay. That was not that exciting to watch. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like not how you were envisioning. You're like, like, oh, this you, is they could have just sent me an offer quietly, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, should we get into these horror stories? Yes. So like Taylor was saying, we put a request out for listeners to share their Poshmark and reselling horror stories ranging from like funny to scams to spooky. So we have a great mix. Yes. So the first one we received from a listener and it says... That they have repeatedly had creepers ask them to model the article of clothing in a specific way, like putting their arms above their head, tilting their head all the way back. And then this morning, someone had asked them, like, like basically asking if an item was still available. And then once they said it was, they were like, okay, wonderful. If I agree to pay you extra, would you consider showing me pictures of the dress on from the front and back? I'm very interested. Hmm. Yeah, that's weird. Block them. Like, hate it. <laughs> well, then she said, like, oh, like, the dress isn't my size, basically, but I can show you, like, the stock frontal from the front and back. And they're like, no, that won't work. It's like, that's weird. Have you ever had anything like that where someone asks you to, like, I, I, I don't know. I guess I've had people ask me to, like, model something, but it's never been, like, creepy. I've just always been like, oh, like, if I can't, I'm just like, oh, like, this isn't my size. But I haven't had any, like, specific. I had, like, found this kind of, like, Victoria's Secret, like, lacy one-piece kind of thing. Um, oh boy! That I, yeah, exactly. Was selling in my closet, <laughs> and you get some creepy messages on any type of like lingerie that they're like, "Will you try this on?" And it's like, "No, weird." Like, definitely <laughs> not. What kind of business do you think I'm running here? <laughs> I'm a modest lady. <laughs> yeah, that's all around creepy. I have seen, I see, I see screenshots similar to this, like on Instagram a lot of you know other people posting when they have like weird modeling request interactions yeah definitely qualifies as a horror story (laughs) yeah and definitely don't comply with those not worth getting the sale okay the next horror story we received says hi loved your last episode and then it's the ghost (laughs) i have a little more of a heartbreaker but still funny story So I had a pair of American Eagle jeans size double zero. I literally had them forever, probably a year. And one day they finally sold on Posh via an offer. The very next day they sold for full price on Mercari. I decided I'd honor the Posh sale because they bought it first. So I dove into my inventory and couldn't find the jeans anywhere. 
I decided to sleep on it and returned to my inventory the next day to search. Still couldn't find them. After the weekend, I finally gave up and canceled both orders. I went on a vacation the next week. As soon as I got home, I was looking for other things that I sold. And guess what? I found the jeans. Ended up selling them for a very low price and whatnot. Moral of the story, have a good inventory system and don't misplace things. Ugh! That, like, everything about that sucks. Like, the size double zero, like, man, those are hard to sell, too. And and she sold them both so, like, back to back. How does that always happen? Where, like, something sits forever and then it, like, randomly sells on multiple platforms? I know. It's like the the Google That's trends is what itself. it's making That's me think. That's a little think. spooky. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, it is the Google trends. You're right. Just like, like just a surge in double zero American Eagle jeans. Wow. I'm I'm glad you ended up being able to sell them again, even though it was for the low. But to just get them out of the inventory system. Like, we do not need to deal with these anymore. But yeah, always helps to have a good inventory system. So... You don't have any heartbreakers like that. There is seriously nothing worse than when something sells and you're like searching every box. It's like not where it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Before. I had an item recently when I was like picking items for a live. Like, oh, I should put this one in. I'm still confused. It was one that I bought. I had two of the same shirt and I bought them the same day at Plato's and the employee called me out of like, why are you buying two of these? Which was just weird, but it sticks in my mind like, like with that item. I'm like, I'm obviously- Mind your business. Yeah. <laughs> I got the cash. What's <laughs> just I got the credit, but I know one of them, like I can find one of them sold, but then I cannot for the life of me find the other one in my inventory. I'm just like hesitant to delete it though, because I feel like it's somewhere. I don't know. I, I've definitely done that too. Like she's saying where she's like, you look for it and then you're like, all right, I'm going to sleep on it and look at it again. <laughs> like with fresh yeah, eyes. Fresh set of eyes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Such a good one. So this next one has to do with the live shows and the, some of the bundling, which honestly, this mm. could be its own whole episode of the horror stories that come along with Poshmark not having the bundling feature for live shows yet. True. Let me read you the story. So as always, I offer bundle shipping on my Posh shows since there is no bundle discount currently. So after a recent show, I bundled up the orders and sent message to buyers. One of the buyers did not respond or purchase a bundle, so I messaged her again to remind her. I let her know that I would ship the order if I did not hear back. I probably should have just canceled the orders, but I do take pride in my fast ship time, so I went ahead and sent the items out after not hearing back. When the buyer received the items separately, they wrote me paragraphs on paragraphs about how they are not going to release the funds until this is cleared up, asking why I would ship them separately when they're going to the same address. I let them know I reached out to them about the bundling and explained the process, but after not hearing back for several days, I mailed them. I don't think she understood that if I sent all the items in one box, I would only get paid for one of the items. Side note, this buyer might have been newer to Poshmark. She sent multiple paragraphs back about how this made no sense. I did suggest that Poshmark may be able to reimburse her some of the costs, but at this time, bundle shipping is not part of the Posh sales, so it's a lot of work on the seller's end to coordinate all the bundles. In the end, they both reached out to Poshmark support, and she said that she had a bad feeling that she's going to come out the loser in this deal. I'm still waiting for Poshmark's reply, but she made me feel really awful about shipping them separately, but I guess she was busy and didn't check my messages. Would you cancel the order or ship after a certain number of days? Question mark, question mark. Okay, so the bundling with the Posh Live shows is 
so frustrating on the seller's end right now, like from experience, because it's like you really don't know what to do because the actual Poshmark policy right now is that they don't have bundle shipping for the shows. So like anything to go above and beyond and message someone twice to like bundle it so they can save on shipping. I think she did totally the right thing. Like that that's all you can do. That's already going above and beyond to like try to get them the better price. And then if they don't respond on it, it's like she has to ship the packages like she's obligated to. Right. Yeah. I I think once Poshmark figures this out and has it like automatically in the shows, it's going to be such less of a A relief because like currently in the shows, people always join and then they're like, what do you do? Do you bundle? Yeah. So then you have to say it like five times during your show of like, Oh, like reach out to me after the show. If you buy more than one thing and then, you know, kind of putting it more on the buyers of like, reaching out and then you'll bundle it for them. But it's like, if they don't do their piece of it. Like, I feel like she did, already went so above and beyond by sending them messages in the first place, you know, right. trying to work it out. That's, you don't have to do that, right? The way it's set up right now, it's like, there's some sellers that just are saying like, oh no, there's no bundling. Like every seller's handling it differently. Right, so which like, makes it more confusing for these like new right. users so then they think like oh everyone's gonna you know do it this Just way or cancel that way. it and do it yeah and it's There's like not one way right now but i feel like they handled it really well and it just it just yeah. needs to be like part of, it just needs to get this bundle feature rolled out which they said they're working on so right I know it's coming soon, but can't come soon enough yeah definitely yeah, I think in those cases, definitely just like escalating it to Poshmark and like reiterating what Poshmark's current policy is that they're not automatically bundling in the shows is kind of all you can do. I mean, it sucks because like pay the shipping multiple times, but well, and then you just kind of have a pit in your stomach that you like, well, you already know it's starting off on the wrong foot as soon as it starts shipping right separately and that they're not happy with that. Then you just are like, they're already going to like give me one star or like open a case. It's already starting out on such a bad fuck because they're already unhappy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, hopefully they get Poshmark changes that ASAP. The next horror story says, I love your podcast and know you love Play-Dohs. Very true. <laughs> I'm in Nashville, Tennessee and usually do Uptown, Cheapskates and Goodwill Bins for sourcing. I took 35 plus stale items from my closets and bins items I thought Plato's would want for a quick flip today. They took 10 items for $30, which was great. But then they informed me that they misplaced my bags and their donations person already picked up for the day at 6 p.m. The manager said this has never happened before and just asked for my phone number. I left in disbelief before realizing asked for them to compensate me for the lost items. So the listener ended up calling the store and after being ghosted for a few days, they ended up giving her some kind of store credit for the items that they just like donated without <laughs> her consent. So I have, I have never heard of that happening. That is like... <laughs> no, like someone got in trouble for that for sure at that yeah. store. <laughs> which like you would think that would happen all the time i don't know at your play-dohs but mine like some of the donation days like on saturdays when i'm there like it is chaotic behind they the have counter. all those black totes full, yeah. like piles going yeah i am surprised that doesn't happen more often that's crazy yeah i like don't know what i would do in that situation i mean once it's donated like the, i'm glad they, they gave the credit and made it right 
as best they could, but it's like they still lost like 20 of her items. Still not great. Yeah. Not great. That's wild. I haven't donated at Plato's before. I've only done a Buffalo Exchange where you kind of just like stand there and watch them do it. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So I haven't had a situation where that might happen, but good to know for Plato's. Yeah. Seriously. Keep an eye on them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one, this next one is like serious and actually like scary. Like be safe everyone okay here we go a few years ago i was buying an iphone from someone off facebook marketplace after i broke mine and didn't have insurance on it i did everything right i met at a subway so it was around people i checked the phone that it was cleared and worked and had no defects everything was great but right as i gave him the cash he snatched the phone pushed me and ran for the door where an unmarked car was waiting for him and drove off with my money and the phone I made a police report and sadly nothing happened and he was never found. Lessons I learned from this, always bring another person with you to potentially run after the seller or meet at your phone service provider so they can switch it all over before you pay the person. Get insurance on your devices so you don't have to buy a used one online. Dang. The push? That's really scary. Yeah, the push is a lot. Do you think she means like Subway sandwiches or do you think she means like Subway train? I read it as Subway sandwiches. I hope it was a subway. That, that's crazy that like no one else, like people probably saw her get pushed and just like, yeah, didn't be like, I mean, are you okay? Well, maybe I'm sure the people that, that saw it happen that were there probably did check on her and maybe the, then they, they filed the police report. So, but I, if they, are, they already ran away with the unmarked car and they never found the person that did it, that, I feel like that's just like very scary. Yeah. Yeah. But that- yeah. That always scares me, like buying or selling anything on like Facebook Marketplace, being really safe about it when possible, like meeting in a, I mean, like she was saying, like she did everything right of like meeting in a public place of not like being at your house and, you know, making sure going with someone if possible. I use Facebook Marketplace all the time. And like, honestly, I've picked up stuff from people's houses before and like people like I've sold things and they've come to my house and now I'm just like, that is kind of scary. Like, yeah. Well, it's hard for you because you have been selling like large pieces where it's like, yeah, normally when I go pick something up, like me and Rick both go together and yeah, like everything's always been fine. I feel like you hear horrible stories. So always be safe and it's better to be, careful and meet in a party place if you can but like trying at least having another person with you does make you feel a little more secure and like going during the day yeah going at like a normal hour yeah I mean I think if it's like a smaller item that you were selling like definitely should meet a third party location oh totally yeah if you can for sure and then the other thing I've done because I think I picked up I picked up something one time but Rick was at work, so I just went by myself. But they they lived pretty nearby. They were like, like I was picking them up close to where I live. I literally called our mom and I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go pick up this thing. So if like you don't hear from me in one minute, like yeah, the authorities letting. <laughs> oh yes, definitely. That's crazy though. Yeah, that's that is making me be like, yeah, I need to be more, way more careful because that's people are weird. Yeah, definitely. All right, should we move to a lighter note? Yes, please. Okay, the next one is just like a quick hit, but it's like, says everything you need to know about the bins. (laughs) 
<laughs> went to the bins and pulled out a poopy diaper and then stepped on a dead mouse. And then it's the smiley face that's like upside down smiling. <laughs> I'm just like, chaos. <laughs> yeah. Oh my but God. Like, did you stay? Did you keep shopping? I think I would just be like, I'm out. I need to go to a spa. Like. I think about that all the time because, you know, we, we've we gone to the bins quite a few times, so we love it. And I'm like, I think it's kind of like gambling. It's like we got to quit while we're ahead because, like, the more you go, you're going to have like story, one like, chance that could ruin yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. And a lot of times I don't wear the gloves. Like, a lot of people wear gloves. I never do. Our... Yeah. Yeah. I think I think we need to start doing that just for insurance. <laughs> Yeah, that's a bad day at the bins. I'm sorry for that one. Yeah, I hope you found like amazing stuff before that and just could check out and leave. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, this is another one that's just kind of is a quick rapid fire, but gives you the EBGBs. I bought a North Face vest off Poshmark that had nail clippings in the pockets. Oh, that is like an actual horror. Like, there's something very creepy and off about nail clippings specifically oh it's <laughs> halloween town when they're collecting all those weird things oh yeah someone oh, was collecting yeah. some things to do a spell just saying Marnie was, maybe it was marnie's north face yeah that was gross another one is shill bidding by other resellers friends on what not to drive the price up dang <laughs> that sucks i have not seen that happen but that does not surprise me that people are doing that and that is like so rude i don't really understand what that means because then i think she means like someone bidding on like a a third person that they don't know an item and then your friend bids on it again to make that person like rebid on it for the higher price you know what i mean so, like, the friend has no intention of, like, buying the item. Uh, well, what if it doesn't work out? Then they probably just cancel. I don't know. Oh. Uh... I don't know. I, I think maybe I'm just, like, talking hypothetically. But maybe she was in a show and she, like, saw that someone was, like, bidding on a lot of stuff that was like the moderator or something but then they weren't like winning any of them oh. and it was just like is this shady i don't know if it was just like giving just, her you a were bad sensing vibe. a bad vibe with that go with your gut not like but us where we buy like four things that i'm like i keep just shows. actually shopping at your shows because i want the stuff <laughs> bad, oh, i always show they get us no just kidding. no no i i always show bjorn things during the show i'm like should i ask for her to show number 42 like it's kind of cute <laughs> or whatever I know. I know yeah I've been selling my mama sweater in like every show too that I've had yeah so. <laughs> and our cousin like yeah sometimes the friends and family actually just want in on the action but yeah I could see I could see how it could take a, a, a turn where you're like is this just trying to get an extra dollar out of the deal right hmm. okay this next one I just like can picture it and it's so my jaw's just on the ground it's so unbelievable okay i had someone steal my whole cart at the bins they snuck up behind me to snatch it what oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i literally do they do play that like kind of like airport style announcement all the time at the phoenix bins that it's like any unattended carts will be like (laughs) 
put back. Yeah. Gotta keep an eye on your cart. Well, I always have it where like there's an empty cart just sitting there. And then I'm like, oh, perfect. This one's available. And then I'm like walking around with it for like 30 seconds. And then someone's like very upset that I took their cart. It's like, buy it. And there was nothing in it. (laughs) You know? Yeah. But dang, I mean, think if you were at the bins for hours on end, waited in line, saw the poopy diaper, touched the poopy diaper, touched the dead mouse, and then someone steals your cart, like... Yeah, the bins, you're walking a thin line when you're at the bins. It can go really well, or it could be, (laughs) like, a lot of horror story fodder. Yeah. For sure. Maybe next year we can do... Like, people stealing... Yo, we could do a full buttons episode. Yeah. I've heard more people stealing, like, one or two... I've heard, like, if you find a really good item at the bins, like, make sure you, like, bury it, hide it in your cart. Because if it's, like, on the top, things are known to just go missing, yeah. you know? I saw never the whole best. cart. Like, how'd they even get away with that where you're like, hey, that's my cart? Like, did they not have a cart or were they pushing around two carts then? <laughs> yeah, I saw Mogi Beth post recently that, like, someone's, like, she's like, I found all these great sweaters or something. And it's like, someone stole the sweaters out of cart yeah and then she she, like confronted them and got some of them back or something but good for her that's amazing okay the next horror story says i had my first case opened against me and it certainly qualified for your halloween episode the buyer bought a bundle of two bras a black bra and a bra when she received them she opened a case the black one in my bundle is described as organic cotton and it's not even cotton. It's nylon. I would not have bought it if the description had told me, if the description had told me, basically she wanted the cotton bra. (laughs) I can't read. I didn't know I had to look at every single picture to see that it was not as described. One of my listing photos was a picture of the tag inside the bra that said, nylon (laughs) she added the photo to the case she then added a screenshot of the listing description and she said the original description i realized right away that i had copy and pasted the same description twice on two different bras from the bras website online and had not copy and pasted the correct description for the black bra so i wrote in knowing the posh rep would see our conversation she said Hi, sorry about this. I was not trying to deceive anyone. I accidentally copy and pasted the wrong description from the website. I'd be happy to get the bras back as a return and sell it to someone else who wants it. Poshmark approved the return. Four days later, Poshmark sent her a courtesy notice. Please ship the items back. Ten days later, I received my package in the mail. It was my original post office mailer cut open. It was open, as if she didn't tape it back shut at all. (laughs) It looked like it was smothered in poop. Oh, I'm reading this for the first (laughs) time. Yeah, this one takes a lot of twists and turns. And only the black bra was inside. At first, I thought the tie-dye bra must have fallen out in the mail system because she didn't close the package, but no. There was a post-it note stuck to it that read, I'm not sure how the whole bundle return works. I still wanted the organic cotton bra. So I'm hoping I can Venmo you the $20 for the bra I'm not returning. 
Why is it open? <laughs> she sent us a picture of the post-it note, and the post-it note is like something about it being just like written on a post-it note is funny in itself. Wait, I gotta go back to the post-it note. And then she put the she put her Venmo. <laughs> the lady wrote the her Venmo on the post-it note. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like when you return a bundle, you have to return all the items. That's just how it works. <laughs> Delaney just sent back the one item and it was open. The poop? What was that about? Yeah, that's just like a side. <laughs> wow, that is so chaotic. I'm so sorry you had to go through that. Freaking scary stuff out there, you know? Yeah. I think that's basically all the stories we got. Well, we got a couple other ones about the bins, but I don't know how much trash we're trying to talk on the bins today. <laughs> I don't want to say anything worse about the bins. I'm getting scared. <laughs> I could use a little less competition at the Phoenix bin, so I kind of want to get these horror stories out there so the line's shorter. There was, two, there was two poop ones. <laughs> I did not think it was going to take that turn. <laughs> yeah. That's something we haven't come across yet, and I hope we never do. That's nasty. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, thank you, everyone that wrote in the horror stories this year you did not disappoint i am officially horrified (laughs) yeah be safe out there everyone like it's rough out there thrifting (laughs) dealing with these customers (laughs) i mean it's like it's like the classic like instagram versus reality thing of like oh the package picks and then it's like man i went through all this to (laughs) Every time you see someone with, like, a cart full of, like, Bolo brands from the bins, like, such a great day, just remember the poopy diaper. Remember someone got their cart stolen. Remember the balance. Yes, (laughs) for sure. Wow. Well, this wraps up our Halloween series this year. So much fun. Went by too quick again. We might have to like do like a Halloween in July or something. <laughs> do I know. We... we can't wait till next year. I know. So sad. Yes. It's, it came, it was here and then it was gone so fast. Yes. But anyway, if you like this episode, feel free to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That really helps other people find our podcasts and makes us happy. If you have a listener win or a question you'd like us to read on an upcoming episode, you can reach out to us on Instagram, sisterswhoposh, or you can email us, sisterswhoposh at gmail.com. Awesome. Well, love you, Maddie. Happy Halloween. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Ooh.